Can you Hello? hear me? Oh my gosh. Are we for real, for real now? I think it's maybe finally happening. Oh my gosh. I think it's, I think we maybe cracked the code. I think we need a certificate or something. I feel like they should give you cookies when you learn technology. Right? Why is this so hard? And why are three-year-olds always better at technology than I am? Do you know, they, like, teach coding in high school, and I'm so salty that I'm, like, too old to have learned that skill. I don't think I could ever learn how to code. I think at this point in my life, it's too late. Like, I'm too... (laughs) You're too far gone. Yeah. Like, I... If I had learned when I was 15, maybe I'd be like a tech billionaire genius right now. But no. No. Too old. Gosh. Too old for that shit. Who can we blame that on? Um, feels like the government. You know, that feels like um... <laughs> that, feel, that feels <laughs> like right. Yeah. Department of Education. But it was pre-Betsy DeVos, so maybe we should focus on I'd like to I'd like to blame Betsy you know a good 20 years in advance for everything I feel like that's fair I mean you know it was was all Betsy's fault dumb bitch and if it wasn't her specifically it's definitely someone very similar to her totally (laughs) so Alexis before we even got started (laughs) introduce ourselves kind of like that though that feels appropriate feels pretty on brand that does exactly um so monday morning bitch fest elizabeth and alexis that's us i'm elizabeth i'm alexa ah what do you know this is so Um, awkward can we talk about that real quick yeah super awkward each other so like we have to pretend that we're talking in the world yeah which at some point we will be but not in real time i know right the Little world funny. has to wait for us to figure out how to publish a podcast before they <laughs> before they get in on this magic. Yeah. Um. So we started a podcast because we like yeah. to bitch, right? We do about all kinds of things <laughs> at all times. We are indiscriminate. What's your number right. one favorite thing to bitch about? Um, I mean, being a Minnesotan, I feel like, well, I'm not a Minnesotan, but living in Minnesota, I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't say the weather. Um, but at the same time, politics being life, uh, and a shit show, perennial shit Mm -hmm. show, you know, politics is up there too. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I like to bitch about everything, just blanket statement, but specifically things that don't go my way. Yeah. Oh, well, that's <laughs> that kind of is everything, right? I mean, yes, hundred percent. I think, like, <laughs> additionally, like when things don't go your way, like blaming them on the oppressive systems of the world and bitching about those helps. Yeah. Well, I mean, the world is oppressive, and its right. systems are working against us, especially as women. So that yeah. feels accurate. Yeah, but you know, we're white women, so we've got it a little bit easier. True. But yeah, still shitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so back to intros, maybe, since we, like, derailed since ourselves. We t- yeah. We did. Well, and that was on a previous recording, and we didn't even get to do them. So you, why don't you go first this time? Okay. Um, well, I still don't really know where to start, but I'm Alexis. Um, I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm 30 years old. And I like to think that I'm, like, pretty experienced at bitching. Like, this feels like, that podcast sort of feels like the culmination of, like, life events, right? 
like, you know, I've, I've got, I've earned my stripes to run up to be part of a podcast like this. Um, but I like to bitch about all kinds of things. Like I was just saying, uh, the weather, politics, patriarchy. Um, I believe in like one of my intros online, I was like the lack of size options in fashion, like especially high fashion, which is bullshit. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of like the intersections of pop culture and politics. Uh, totally. And so, you know, there's lots of room there, I think, for creative bitching. Uh, let me just tell you, I, I, we get along fabulously for people that have not known each other that long. And what you just said about, by the way, you're, you washing your dishes is so loud. Right oh my God, is it? <laughs> Actually, it's super funny. Um, I just painted over a piece of my bathroom, um, oh. which I'm happy to bitch about later. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely multitasking and maybe it's distracting. I'm sorry. Well, the bitches won't be able to hear us if it's too loud. That's FYI. true. Sorry. Sorry, no, it's 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 cool. I just you know for the professionalism <laughs> of this podcast. Yeah, I mean that's fair, and you know what? Maybe that's good ammo for our, our listeners, our future hopeful someday listeners to bitch uh-huh. about. Is like, man, this podcast started out really fucking rough. One of the bitches was washing <laughs> washing a paintbrush in the sink in the beginning of the podcast. She didn't even get through her intro because she was awkward and didn't know what to say. Why am I still listening to this? But hopefully, you know, we redeem ourselves. Yeah. I well, I was trying to interrupt your intro with um, some flattery, which is I think one of the reasons we get along so well is we both really enjoy pop culture and bitching. Yes, yeah, we you're bonded. pretty hard over things like that, you know. I mean, yeah. Not to mention, there, like, generally the experiences we've gone through. Oh, good lord, yes. Like summer ca- camp on crack. <laughs> The worst summer camp ever. It's just like nightmares are made of. Yeah. Do you want to finish introducing yourself since I keep interrupting you? Probably, but like, what else? What else do people even care to know about me? I don't know. I think you should just mention your dogs, maybe. Yeah, that seems like it'll come up again and again. Um, so I have two dogs. I think they're pretty cute. They're also like some of like the worst behaved miscreants I've ever met in my life, and it's entirely (laughs) my fault. So at some point, I'll probably bitch about myself, my own lack of discipline. Um, I work for the Sierra Club, which is how I met the lovely Elizabeth here. Um, And you'll definitely hear more about how we met and why in particular we get along so well. But yeah, I think you're right that one of the reasons we get along is because we have a lot in common, including the need to bitch about things like pop culture. Yeah, important. Yes. Cool. Should I introduce myself now? Yeah, introduce yourself. Okay, feel free to interrupt me three times as well. Run through. What are you solving? I painted the bathroom, but I got to put this back downstairs. You painted that bathroom? I painted the bathroom. Marshall, you're not on the podcast. It's yelling at you because we're not on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Go away. We're trying to bitch. He's asking about why I'm carrying a can of paint, which is probably (laughs) a weird thing to ask. Right? (laughs) What the hell's going on? Yeah. Okay. My name is Elizabeth. I live in Springfield, Illinois. I also work for Sierra Club. I'm also a pet parent of two cats, Rocky Balboa and Harvey, who are out of their freaking minds. Um, so are my dogs who's getting yelled at right now by Mark. I was going to say, you just like screeched or something. What was that? That was Marshall yelling at Karina, I think. <laughs> Not helpful, but really funny. <laughs> 
Sorry, carry on. I don't know what I was saying because I my I got a little bit distracted. Oh yeah, I have cats. Um, I am like the biggest bitch and biggest bitcher of all time. My favorite thing to call my girlfriends and say is, "I just need to bitch for a second. Um, because sometimes you know you don't. I don't need anyone to fix anything for me. I just need someone to hear about how what went wrong in my day and how like you know I just stepped in dog crap and my tires flat and my gynecologist is mean and that sort of thing. I don't need anyone to fix anything. So I just like to. I'm just here for the bitching, um, and I think it's fun. Yeah, I'm into that. It is. It's a cathartic release, and I think. Mm-hmm. An important way to also process things, holding space for that feels important. Totally. Well, and totally. you know, women, I don't think get get a chance. At least not professionally. We don't just get a bitch because then I think you're seen as like weak. Um, that feels right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think for sure in professional settings in particular, like if you complain, you're like a harpy or you're shrill or whatever, or it's seen as unprofessional when in reality, like you're not bitching for the sake of bitching or pointing out a problem perhaps, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. That is the patriarchy. What makes you the maddest about the patriarchy? Oh my God. Literally everything. Um, anything that's like, anything to do with inequity just pisses me off right like mm-hmm. but I think it's 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 similar I think like my frustrations with that are really similar to my frustrations with racism right which are like ultimately like those systems serve to strip people of their humanity and so it makes mm-hmm. it really difficult to connect on like a really human level yeah um, which pisses me off like I want to live on a world and in a planet where like I have human connection and it just feels shitty that you know things like the patriarchy or racism make that harder um yeah and i feel like they go hand in hand like yeah they reinforce each other big time yeah and just like historically i'm watching right now at the moment the young victoria it's paused at an hour three minutes and 12 seconds which is like the patriarchy left and right um you know trying to stop this young queen from coming into power uh, like this shit has been around for a long ass time and it's so ingrained in our culture uh, that trying to do things differently I think is like an uphill battle the whole way right agreed how uh, I want to hear more about this show though oh have you not seen the movie The Young Victoria it's with Emily Blunt no I have not I feel like it's probably not historically accurate as most Hollywood films are not um but i actually i love like the victorian era movies because i'm victorian in particular Mm -hmm. yeah it's about her as she's like right before she becomes queen and as she's becoming the queen and basically how like in the movie at least i don't know i don't know enough about her life i was just reading about her the other day and it said she married someone she was related to so i'm real curious about that who was related to queen victoria married someone she was related to oh that shit is have been happening forever right it's not it's messed up now by my by my boyfriend which just you know like i'm being attacked while i'm trying to be awesome yeah yeah um i would like to bitch about that for a minute when we get a chance (laughs) yeah i think you should 
<laughs> he just came into the kitchen. I was trying to be helpful to help prep dinner, and he just put his butt on me. What? <laughs> Get out of my kitchen. Uh, and so now I'm sitting in my library because I've been kicked out. And then he jokingly was like, you're assaulted. Get it? Ass. Because he that is. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Weirdo. Yeah. 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 We'll learn more about the weirdness that is. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry that I like totally keep interrupting you about what is I'm certain really interesting. Queen Victoria. It's on Netflix. You should you should watch it. Um, I have a book. We should uh I should find him standing in my library wondering where exactly it is. But it's a book about um, royal scandals. And so I feel oh. like incest is like a big one, right? Like that shit happened all the yeah. time. Like everyone's like, ooh. I think it has to do with wanting to keep their power in the family. Oh, 100%. And like pure bloodlines, which is like, right. Do you, know, do you know the story of Lot's daughters? Of what? You know who Lot is? Is this a Bible thing? Yeah. No, then I don't. Okay. So Lot and his two daughters are leaving Sodom and Gomorrah. And his wife turns around to look. And they weren't supposed to look as they were fleeing the town. So she turns to salt or something. And so these two girls. Yeah. You know, it's a Bible story. Like the patriarchy, but cool. Keep going. Okay. Well, it gets it's, it's, it's getting there. Okay. So the two girls decide that they're so concerned about their family bloodline dying that they get their dad drunk one night and they both sleep with him so they can have his babies. Ew! <laughs> okay. That's okay. the Bible for you. <laughs> you know, um, those are choices you could make in life. Um, right. I don't know that I would recommend them. That's gross. Uh, yeah. Ugh, the, <laughs> like, back in the time, like, was that normal? Like, is that like a typical life choice that people made? Like, who be- cares about their bloodline? That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard about. Such freaks. Why is that even an issue? Like, I don't think I've ever been like my bloodline and like genuinely care. <laughs> Either like in the past, looking back, or into the future, like that. Here it is: a treasury of royal scandals. Um, like I can't imagine like what kind of weird mentality that requires. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So weird. Uh, well, I can see if there's any royal scandals on Queen Victoria. Literally, I opened this book. It's called "A Treasury of Royal Scandals," and the chapter I opened it to is titled "Swimming in a Shallow Gene Pool." So like, oh. point argument reinforced. This shit is pretty, pretty, uh, yeah, typical historically for people. Yeah. In power. how weird. But now I want to read this book. I've had it for a while and have never read it. You should read the book. I'm very curious because did you know that there is two types of queens? There's a ruling queen who's like the matriarch, and then there's the queen that's just married to the king. But there is not two different types of kings. So that's why it's Queen Elizabeth and Prince Charles is her husband. He cannot be called the king. He, there's also like the queen mother, which is like, or like a, a queen regent. Yeah, that like 
they retain certain powers, but like not many, or like it, it like diminishes their powers and gives them just like title only. There's like lots of weird, I don't know, variations on this. So can I just read you the like back of this book? Please. Okay. It says from Nero's nagging mother, who also became his lover, to Catherine's yeah. table of studs, here's a wickedly delightful look at the most scandalous doings you never learned about in history class. Gleeful, naughty, sometimes perverted, like so many of the crowned heads themselves, a treasury of royal scandals presents the best, the worst, of royal misbehavior through the ages, from ancient Rome to Edwardian England, from the lavish rooms of Versailles to the dankest corners of the Bastille. The great royals of Europe have excelled at savage parenting, deadly rivalry, pathological lust, and meeting death with the utmost indignity, or just very bad luck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that that feels like a book to read, right? Yeah. Are you talking to yourself? Can I tell you about the book I just bought? Yeah. Um, this, I feel like, um, with, it goes hand in hand with me knowing about the fact that Lot was seduced by his daughters, right? Um, and I have to find where it is because I just rearranged my bookshelf yesterday when I, um, spray painted it blue. And I'm, I, well, you saw the picture of my feet that are covered, um, in blue paint. So it's called Lost Women of the Bible, um. And it's all about, I can't wait to read about this. It's all about a different woman in the Bible. Um, and I'm not going to read you the back because it's not nearly as interesting of what you just read me. But she's uncovering new new insights on them. So, like, a lot of people, I feel like women in the Bible get overlooked. So I'm really excited to, like, learn about some new Bible figures that I've never learned about before. I feel like, okay, question. This might be touchy. Yeah. Um, Do you look at the Bible as like gospel? Like, do you believe it to be like written truth or do you look at it more sort of like the myths of the world, you know, like the fables that are meant to impart more like moral lessons or whatever? Like, what is your approach Mm. to the Bible? Like, do you believe it to be like wholly accurate and true or? Yeah. Curious. This is this is a touchy subject because you know, as a Christian kid, how you answer this question matters very right. much. Um, but as a Christian kid, that is like super controversial. <laughs> like episode one, what is your take on the Bible? <laughs> yes, well, like, old too, like you know, all of that. Yeah, I really like the Bible. Actually, I think you know, for me, the Bible is always comforting as well as incredibly confusing. Because there's a lot of contradictions in the Bible. Um, And I set out when I was like 18 or 19, someone told me, you should look for, what was it? What did they say? Something like you should look for the character of God in the Bible and circle every time you feel like you find the character of God. And instead what I did was I started circling every clause I found in the Bible. Like (laughs) God loves you except, or like you should do this. Or else, like, <laughs> so instead of, like, finding what they were asking me to find, which was, like, about the character of the Bible, I was super fascinated by what feels like clauses in the Bible. Um, and I have very, yeah, it's interesting. I have a mixed feeling where, like, um, I feel like the, the Bible is a gift and scripture is a gift. 
Um, I don't know if I believe that everything in the Bible is literal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe that it is inspired. And so, like, there's a question, and, and I was talking to one of my friends about this the other day of, like, you know, um, there there's people, I grew up in, like, a young earth creation household that doesn't believe in evolution. Uh, and so coming to terms with that faith as an adult of, like, what do I believe about all of this is a little bit tricky and takes some time of, like, okay, what am I, what, where am I willing to move on and what feels right? And what doesn't. And it's also like a process of unlearning some things that like, hey, this doesn't feel like it's accurate anymore. Hmm. So I have a a murky uh, relationship with the Bible, I think, at the moment. Mm -hmm. Does that answer your question? Yeah, that does. I mean, and I think it's fair. I also like want to acknowledge that was a pretty big question. I blindsided you. (laughs) making a podcast conversational unscripted um but but yeah i i think you answered it um and i don't like mean to go super far down this road i was just curious because yeah talking about these stories i like you know i sort of wonder i also have a couple of books on like mythology and like some of the old like fairy tale books and things like that and um I, I'm Jewish. I was raised Jewish. And so the Old Testament, my jam, um, I'll admit right now, though, I like don't think I've never read all of it. <laughs> like, I, we, I like, you know, did the Sunday school thing. I was that misfed, but like, I have no real um, connection to it. Um, and so, you know, uh, my, my approach was always more like, very like I I never thought of these stories as like patently true Mm. um I viewed them much more as like similar to like fairy tales um in that like they impart wisdom you're meant to learn lessons about morality and humanity and um you know question yourself and the choices you would make and things like that but I don't um I don't think I ever really considered them to be like honest truth you know what I mean Mm. yeah that's interesting. So I went to church today. I have been going ch- to church on and off again, but I don't go to church church. I go to the Sunday school, Sunday school class mm-hmm. where we talk. We just talk about stuff. And, and sometimes it kind of more than others. And we were talking about accountability and responsibility this morning. And then at the end, our Sunday school teacher um, was read, read some Bible verses. And she said something that like, most in most churches you would never hear, which was, and remember that the Bible is an old book and some of these verses are confusing and don't make sense to us and you're not supposed to take them literally. Uh, um, and that's not something like big growing up I would ever hear in church. It was like, this is all literal. And I think understanding like at the time that the scriptures were written that like folklore was really important. Right. And, and the tradition of oral stories. I was just like, going to say, yeah. Yeah, I think we have to take that into account, especially when looking at some of the Hebrew scriptures that are super old and like just come from a completely, even Jesus's time was, you know, a different time. But this was a long time ago and life looked very different than than look than it looks now. Mm-hmm. Right. And like the way that information traveled was very different. Like communities were much, much more insular and like superstitious, frankly, right? Like there was meaning assigned to things that may or may not have actually had meaning. And I think that like, 
just the beliefs at that time like were like evolving like this in a lot of the same ways that like they are today but like starting from like a much more distant place you know and so I think yeah I think that especially like the way the oral histories and um information was shared like and things get lost in translation or like are easier to it like sometimes information and wisdom is easier to share as like metaphor than it is like literally depending on Mm -hmm. the situation so yeah yeah Hmm. interesting Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) from the the monarch to the scriptures very quickly Mm -hmm. we are covering a lot of ground in a very short period of time I mean, 24 minutes in, man. Yeah. Also, do we actually want to use this podcast given how messy it is? I kind of think we should. Like, I think it's a fun introduction to us. <laughs> right? Like, this f- is the main out- of our lives and brains. That feels correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone that is like, has been encouraging me to pursue this because of my crazy Facebook lives that have, they're just like, whatever I feel like talking about. Um, so I feel like, you know, since I do Facebook lives that are kind of, um, what's the word? You know, when you just talk off the top of your head. Um, yeah, you just wing them. Because you do them, like, at any given moment. You're just like, I'm going to do a Facebook live. <laughs> I'm in my bathroom. Yeah. Prompto. Exactly. So I feel like this is a good intro. Like, I have a, a hope because I know a lot of amazing women. I know you do, too of having some of them on to talk about, you know, uh, their work and, but also just giving all of, um, the women in our circles a chance to come on and bitch with us. I think sounds like fun. Love that. Um, Super healthy outlet too. And like a chance to better get to know people and yeah, I'm into that. Cool. Uh, so I feel like we could maybe edit this though. And like, totally make it work i think it's a good intro to like elizabeth and lexis um zero to 60 talking about all the random things right i also keep forgetting that like the magic of editing exists not because i don't know how to do it it's not a thing like like, we need to figure that out but uh you know even if this first one is unedited and imperfect like this whole thing's a work in progress and you know what i think that that's like kind of cool is that like we're going in without a big plan. And so like the evolution of this podcast, I think will be really interesting to watch it unfold um, because maybe we'll like actually sit down and like come up with uh, more of a scripted process or not. Like who knows? This can be whatever, which I enjoy. Yeah. Same. Nice. Cool. cool. Um, well, I want to go help make dinner since I've been booted from my kitchen. Uh <laughs> library which I will add is very rude and something that maybe I should take a minute to complain about before we go on the phone um so I said I was gonna make dinner and then started the process and then Marshall came in the kitchen took over kicked me out uh and sent me away into the library to do this he's like go record your podcast and then now he's on speakerphone with someone in the kitchen and apparently I was the loud one so he so I mean, like, you know, it's it's a little annoying, but also, like, to be fair, like, if there's no kitchen door, so mm-hmm. <laughs> if to be closed to minimize sound, it's going to be the room I'm in, unfortunately for me. But uh, fortunately for me, this room is awesome. Uh, I wish you all could be in here to see it. It is my library. It was formerly a baby room when I bought my house. It was, like, 
the nursery or whatever. And like, obvi, I don't need that shit. So I've always wanted a library since I was a little girl because of Beauty and the Beast. Like I was and like I was a voracious reader. I still read a lot. But like when I was a kid in particular, it was like my dream to have a library. So I've started myself a little home library. It's charming AF. You've been here, Elizabeth. You've seen it. It is. Um, It is charming AF. AF. It is my favorite room in the house. And also the gin and whiskey live in here. So now I'm eyeing them and thinking like a gin and tonic with dinner might be really delightful. I support that. Yeah, right. Doesn't that sound good? On a Sunday night, yeah. Oh, God. Tomorrow's Monday. I know. I'm not working. (gasps) You're taking a day off? (laughs) Yeah, you want to know why? Yeah. Because I'm going to the gynecologist. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you're and being productive and maintaining your health but at the same time I hope you do something like funsies yeah I think I'm gonna go to lunch with a friend and maybe try to see my brother so like I believe in I normally try to line up like dentist optometrist gynecologist all in one day because if I'm gonna be tortured I just try to knock it all out Um, out over a timeline yeah that's smart and then I just take a sick day because I am caring for my health um but I, I could make that work. So I have been working lots of hours. You know about that. So I'm going to take, I'm just taking tomorrow off and I'm like, whatever, I'll go to the doctor. I'll hang out with friends. I'll do whatever I want. That doesn't include work. I like that. I think you should also just take like days off. Like you're really bad about this. Um, mm-hmm. Something that will again and again come up, but like, I I'm trying to take some days off this week because it's the first time since negotiations and our campaign victory Friday that I have a minute to breathe. And of course we're like waiting on, I don't want to get too far into it, but like we're waiting on an announcement from our, the utility company. That's our campaign target, like any fucking minute. Mm. And it's one of those things where they've been stringing us along for months and like they can drop this whenever. And like, I need to get some time off off before that happens so I yeah but told I can't take my time off until I do my goddamn her and oh. I have going back to February oh no so, I know and I'm missing probably 75% of the receipts like I'll guarantee and so I'm really not looking forward to that um I'm it actually like makes me anxious like doing concur like makes me anxious because it takes so much time and I'm really like forgetful and like for an organizer like kind of disorganized especially when it comes to things like receipts like I don't use the app to take pictures so I'm always backlogged and missing things and doing the like missing receipt affidavit and I feel like it's only a matter of time before my credit card gets taken away at work (laughs) (laughs) whoops yeah whoops um but I'm super glad you're taking the day off I hope you do something fun but lunch with your bro sounds like it'll be good I know that you like to connect him, so I do. Be- I need to send him a message. He doesn't even know I'm coming. We should try and sync up some time off like later this week or something or in the next few weeks so that we can like do a podcast planning day and like record a few maybe. Let's do that. I'm going to see if I can edit the tail end of this combo out. Um, <laughs> if I can't, I can't I, because I don't even care. Um and we'll see what we can make happen. So I'll play with this tonight and then I'll let you know just if it's ready to be like published or not. Okay. I'm also really anxious to hear what my voice is going to sound like. I know. I always hate listening to my own voice. Oh my God. Now I'm now thinking about it. 
so viral. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to let you go then. Um, this is super fun. I'm glad we finally got to do it. Um, hopefully, if anybody actually took to this shit show, that you enjoyed the rambling like, of our very first podcast. Yeah, welcome. We're glad you're here. Yeah. Very. Um, do we have a sign off? No, but I found that like a sound of a cow mooing that I think it would be really funny. <laughs> 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 anyway, yes, we should definitely exit with the moo. Can we move with it? Can we like? Can we all move together? Let's try it. One, two. Three. Move. All right. Well, I'm going to finish this recording. It was good to talk to you, Elizabeth. You too. Bye. Okay, bye.